Hi Church, so good to be able to talk to you all again. Before I share today's message, I would like to say that even though the government has given us permission to meet together physically up to one third of our capacity, we will still continue to have online weekend services for the whole month of June or what's left of it, certainly for the whole month of July, and then we will see what happens in August. Probably at the first week of August, we will begin to open our church up to meet physically, but of course, with the SOPs in place. Today, I want to share with you a message entitled, Building a Spiritual Wall Around Our Nation. Continuing our studies in the book of Nehemiah. Let me read first from Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 11 to verse 20. You see it on your screen. I'm going to read from verse 11 to verse 13 first. So I went to Jerusalem, and after staying there three days, why three days? He got the rest one month. Because from Jerusalem, uh, from Babylon to Jerusalem, is a good 700 miles, you know, or 1,500 kilometers. So it's like a jet lag, all right? So he has to rest for three days. So I set out during the night with a few men. I had not told anyone what my God had put in my heart to do for Jerusalem. There were no mounts with me except the one I was riding on. By night, I went out through the valley gate towards the jackal wall at the dung gate, examining the walls of Jerusalem, which had been broken down and its gates, which had been destroyed by fire. And verse 14 onwards, he tells the details of his uh, visitation, including a spot when his horse couldn't get through. So he had to get down and go on foot. Verse 17 to the end of the chapter. Then I said to them, after the recce, you see the trouble we are in. Jerusalem lies in ruins and its gates have been burnt with fire. Come, let us rebuild the wall of Jerusalem and we will no longer be in disgrace. I also told them about the gracious hand of my God upon me and what the king has said to me. Remember, I shared with you earlier that this phrase, the good hand of the Lord, is most mentioned in Ezra and Nehemiah because it means the favor of God. So Nehemiah is testifying that the favor of God is upon him. And they replied, let us start rebuilding. And so they began this good work. But when Sanballat the Heronite and Tobiah the Ammonite official and Gershom the Arab heard about it, they mocked and ridiculed us. What is this you're doing? They asked. Are you rebelling against the king? Verse 20. I answered them by saying, the God of heaven will give us success. We, his servants, will start rebuilding. But as for you, you have no share in Jerusalem or any claim in history, in historic right. 
to it. Before I share with you, how do we build the spiritual wall around our nation? I want to share with you why. Why is it so important to God that He sends Ezra and Nehemiah to rebuild the wall around the city? Why? You would remember that 59 years ago, before Nehemiah arrived in Jerusalem, the temple had already been built. They were already worshipping in the temple. And 12 years before Nehemiah arrived, Ezra had already gone to Jerusalem. Why? To prepare the people spiritually, not to rebuild the temple, but to rebuild the wall. Why? Why is the wall so important to God? Well, three reasons. Like any city wall, it is there for protection, it is there for delineation or separation, and it is there for transactions because the wall have gates, you see. And a lot of important transactions goes on at the gates of the city, on the wall. Economic transactions, governmental transactions. So when we say it is so important to God for us in Malaysia to build the spiritual wall around our nation, it is first of all to protect Malaysia from our spiritual enemies from all the evil forces that want to destroy our nation. And I don't have to tell you, these are critical times for our nation. There's so much political uncertainty. Parliament is going to meet on sometime in July. So much horse trading are going on behind the scenes. Frogs are jumping left, right and centre. Will there be an election around the corner? We don't know, but it is time. It is incumbent upon the church of God in Malaysia to pray so that our nation is protected from destruction. Even as we begin to build a spiritual wall around our nation, we are separating, setting apart Malaysia for God sanctifying it, as it were, but very important, so that transactions can be carried out at the gateways of our nation. You will remember Pastor Lee Chu, when he first started at 1010, three or four months ago, I remember in his first, her first week, she mentioned that prayer altars are actually gateways spiritual gateways to heaven. It is at the prayer altars that transactions are made in the spirit realm. And so it is. When we build a wall around our nation, the prayer altars are very important because they are the gateways where spiritual transactions of spiritual governance take place. So it's very important, my friend, 
that at this critical moment of our nation's history, we must build a spiritual wall around our beloved nation. If you agree with me, can you say a loud amen? Wherever you are in your living room or bedroom, come on, shout a loud amen. Thank you, I heard you. How? How are we to build the spiritual wall around our nation? And this passage that I just read tells us five ways. Take it seriously. Can I reiterate this? How important it is for us to take what I'm going to share with you very seriously. Why is that? You have to believe. You have to believe that these are critical moments in our nation's history. And we have to build a spiritual wall to protect, to separate Malaysia for the purposes of God. So, and so that spiritual transactions are made at the gateways of the nation for good and not for evil. Look, if you agree with me, can you raise your hand? By raising a hand, wherever you are, you are saying, Pastor, yes, yes, I agree with you. I agree with you. And it's not, I can't see your hand, right? But God can. By raising your hand, you are saying, God, I want to know. I just want to know, not just for the sake of a sermon, but I really want to know. And I, and I believe that this is so important for us to build a spiritual wall at this juncture of our nation's history for the good of our country. So how? How do we build the spiritual wall around our nation? Firstly, there must be intentionality. There must be intentionality. What do I mean, Pastor? You, you, you would have remembered what we shared very often, the phrase we use, focused attention. In other words, you must be serious. It is not can also, don't can, or don't care also, uh, do also can, don't do also can. If that is so, why bother? That means you're not serious. There is no intentionality. You're not deliberate. You don't mean it. But can I encourage you, my friend? If we really feel that this is a critical juncture of our nation's history, let's be serious. You know how, how focused Nehemiah was? You know, the first thing he did after the three days rest was to do a night visitation. A recce, alone, one horse with a few good men. So when he walked around the walls of Jerusalem uh, that night, was he there to admire the stars, count the stars? Where is the Orion? Where is Taurus the bull? Where is Carnis Major? No. He was looking at the walls. Why? strategize, plan, focused. I told you, remember, Nehemiah was a fantastic 
strategic planner. Listen, we heard this said many times. You do not expect what you don't inspect. Jesus himself said in Luke chapter 14, verse 28, Jesus said, which person, uh, when he builds the tower, will not sit down and quantify the cost? Which army, before they go to war, will not sit down and plan the strategy? No one. What is Jesus saying? Focus attention. So can I encourage you, my friend, if we are really serious about what you are hearing to you, remember you raised your hands? Remember you said, Amen? Do you really mean it? There must be intentionality. Secondly, we must prepare. There must be preparation. We must consecrate and prepare our hearts and minds to do the job. That's exactly what happened to Nehemiah, my friend. In Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 17 to verse 18, Then I said to them, You see the trouble after the Rakia, after the night visitation. Nehemiah then gathered the people together, you see the trouble we are, in, we are in? Jerusalem lies in ruins and its gates have been burned with fire. Come, let us rebuild the wall of Jerusalem and we will no longer be in disgrace. And he also told them about the gracious hand of God upon him and what the, long, what the king had said to him. And they replied, let us start rebuilding. And so they began the good work. And what happened halfway through? This is... Amazing. Nehemiah chapter 4 verse 6. And so we rebuilt the wall till all of it reached halfway. Why? How? For the people worked with all their heart. NKJV says, So we rebuilt the wall. The entire wall was joined together up to half its height. For the people had a mind to work. It's all about the heart. It's all about the mind. The heart of the matter is a matter of the heart. Heart, heart and mind, and mind precedes, precedes hands head. and feet. We have to prepare. If your heart is not there, if your mind is not there and somewhere else, why bother? Why bother? It means we're not serious, folks. We're not serious. So we need to prepare ourselves. We need to consecrate. We need to pray as never before. You remember what happened to G14, right? The church prayed. We must do the same. We must now, from now until the next election, I don't know when or whatever happens, we have to consecrate, set ourselves apart, prepare, pray our minds and our heart for God to work. So on this call, can I share with you that we need to do three actions. We need to agonize, pray. We need to mobilize, inspire. Look what I'm doing with you all now. I need, I wouldn't motivate you, inspire you, but 
That's not the end. We need to organize. We need to get on with it. So from now until September, can I share with you, and please take it to heart, the prayer direction of SIBKL, and it would encourage you that all of us take it very seriously as we pray and seek the face of God. And so for June, or whatever is left of it, we will have our 1010, and this will end on the first week of July. So we'll chew on the word for a moment. And then for the whole month of July, we will have a weekly Tuesday night prayer altar, but this one uh, hosted by the pastoral districts, the district pastors. So every district pastor will have a prayer altar at eight o'clock every night. So in other words, every Tuesday, there is synergized, synergistic and synchronized prayer for the whole church. And I would encourage as many of you to join in as possible. We'll give you more details soon. And this will take us to August. On Friday, the 7th of August, we will now launch our 40 days of fast and pray. And can I encourage you, more than any other year, this year, 40 days of prayer and fasting is very, very important. And every night during that 40 days, we will have prayer altars. Until the 15th of September, when we close our 40 days of prayer and fasting, and then we will continue our weekly night prayer. So this would be the prayer direction for the entire church. And I would encourage you to prepare your hearts and your minds. Come on, come on, friends. If you really believe that these are critical times and we need God to be with us, come on, friends, come on. Let's resolve, prepare our hearts and our minds for God to work. Read Ezekiel 22, verse 30 with me. Will you do that? Every one of you uh, is on the screen. Come, read this with me loud, okay? Mom, dad, children, all right? Let's all read Ezekiel 22, verse 30 together. Are you ready? One, two, three. I looked for a man among them who would build up the wall and stand before me in the gap on behalf of the land. So I would not have to destroy it. But God said, I found none. One more time. Let's read one more time. Should we do that? Are you ready? One, two, three. I looked for a man among them who would build up the wall and stand before me in the gap on behalf of the land so I would not have to destroy it. But I found none. So sad, oh. At that moment in time, in Ezekiel's days, God couldn't find anyone to stand in the gap on behalf of the land to do what? Build up the spiritual wall. But I want to believe, my friend, I really want to believe that today, this time, in Malaysia, when God looks down from heaven 
he had, he can he has found a group of people in SIBKL who are prepared to stand in the gap on behalf of Malaysia and build up the spiritual wall so that we will not be destroyed but we will be delivered if you agree with me say amen thank you so how do we build the spiritual wall around our nation number 1 intentionality focus attention mean it number two we must consecrate we must pray prepare our hearts and minds and number three understand process understand process what do i mean well it has been said that rome was not built in one day right so so it's a spiritual wall the spiritual wall that we are talking about will not be built in one day yes god can birth a nation in one day that's true but there's a process you know in sibkl we have a saying lanka demi lanka come on everybody say this with me mom dad children wherever you are everybody say lanka demi lanka 1 2 3 Lanka demi lanka one more time lanka demi lanka in other words step by step one step at a time you know it 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 takes patience it takes process and we want to believe that even as we begin to do that god will begin to work his purposes out in his time because things may not change overnight right how come this how let's come on let's let's not give up let's not give up you know we always say this when we work we work but when we pray god works so let's believe that god will work and there will be a good outcome for our nation amen can i say this to you It is not easy to build a church, you know. It is not easy to build a church which is strong, excellent, and dynamic, which will influence the nation and impact generations. Building any church is easy, but building that kind of a church is heavy duty, folks. It's heavy duty. Lanka, Demi Lanka. Can I encourage you, my friend, in the fourth step and requirement as we build and erect a spiritual wall around our nation? Value partnership. We must value partnership. Nobody can do it alone. I can't do it alone. I need you. SIBKL cannot do it alone. If you're from another church sharing this, will you join us in this? Believe in what you hear today. You know, in Nehemiah it says in verse 17, "Come, let us rebuild the wall of Jerusalem." Verse 18, 
The people reply, yes, yes, let us start rebuild. So it's us, the pronoun is us, we, us. In other words, nobody can do it alone. Listen, my friend, I need you. We need to, we do, need this to together. do this together. There must, must be a synergy, a synergy and a synchronization. And a synchronization. We must believe we must that believe this that is what this God, is what wants, God us to do. wants us to do. We must own the vision of the house. I want to thank you so much, my friend. I really want to do so with the bottom of my heart for believing in me and in the house. I want to thank you for all the years of support that you have given to us. And that's why you would remember last year, I think on the 17th of November, we celebrated our 25th anniversary, right? Uh, how many of you were there? Raise your hands. Come on. I was there. We had a glorious, wonderful shout. You know, we, 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 we screamed, we shout, and we sang our lungs out, you know, and the creative ministry gave a wonderful 40 or 45 minutes of presentation of the history in song of our church. 25 years we celebrated. How did we get there? Partnership. Good people. People that work together. That's why we are a good church. And I want to thank you once again for partnering with us in the pastoral team. But it's not over, my friend. We've got work to do. Let us focus on the task ahead of us and leave behind the tragedy of the virus. Focus on the task, not on the tragedy because there's work to be done. Remember, to, together we build God's kingdom. Come on, read this with me, church. Come on, every one of you. Come on, let's read it and believe in what we say. Shall we do that? Are you ready? One, two, three. Together we build God's kingdom. Together we follow Jesus. One more time. Everybody, mom, dad, children, are you ready? One, two, three. Together we build God's kingdom. Together we follow Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So how, how do we build the spiritual wall around our nation? Intentionality. Pray, consecrate, preparation of hearts and minds. Understand process, value partnership. And the final one. Hiya, no rocket science lah we will face opposition. 100% one. All right. So in Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 19, And when Sanballat the Heronite, Tobiah the Ammonite official, and Gershem the Arab heard about it, they mocked and they ridiculed us. What is this you are doing? They said, are you rebelling against the king? Opposition will come. It's amazing to me that in spite of the fact that Sanballat, Tobiah, and Gershem have never met Nehemiah at that point in time, no. Yet they opposed him. Why? Uh? It's spiritual. It's absolutely spiritual. But the good news is this. Because it is spiritual, we will therefore meet it by spiritual means. And the battle 
belongs to the Lord. If God is for us, who can be against us? So we must build a wall around our nation to protect it, to separate it, sanctify it, so that at the gateways of the nation, spiritual transactions between God and the nation can take place for the good of our country. Listen to me, my friend, as I close. Can I encourage you to own the vision so that whatever I say to you, please take it to heart. Because if we don't own the vision, we will have die vision. Division. But if you and I own the vision, God will give the provision. So what do you want? Do you want division? Or do you want provision? Can I encourage you, my friend? The battle belongs to the Lord. So if God is for us, who can be against us? Can I encourage you, my friend, as I close, this new tagline for all of us, as long as we live, do all we should, with all we can, with all we have, brother, till we no longer can. Can I repeat? Do all we should, with all we have, Till we no longer can. Hallelujah. I'm going to pray in a short while. As I pray, I want to encourage you to pray with me. I also want to minister to you personally. If you have any needs that you have, you can go to our prayer online altar call at the end of the day service. And there will be pastors who will be there to pray for you, your healing, your family, your business, whatever needs you might have. But let me pray so that together our hearts can be synergized so that we want to erect a wall to protect our nation, set our nation apart for God so that our nation can have the favour of God upon us. Father, I want to thank you today for your word. Truly, Lord, that we will mean business with you, Father, and not just play church anymore. At this critical time of our nation, help us, Lord, to take it so seriously so that, Father God, we will make our life count for you. That truly, oh God, intentionally, deliberately, purposefully, we will consecrate, separate ourselves, prepare our hearts and our minds to seek your face, to pound heaven's doors, understand process, value partnership with one another so that together we can build your kingdom no matter what the opposition may be because we will triumph. And so, Lord, we want to consecrate our lives to serve you, whatever the cost it takes. Thank you, Lord. 
Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. I want to be your servant, Lord. I really want, Father Lord, to be used by you. Yes, Lord, mold us, break us if necessary, shape us, O God, so that no matter what it is, Lord, that we will love you, serve you, no matter what the cost may be. What it matters, Lord, is that we please you, Lord, we please you. Get your approval so you can say to us, as we stand before the righteous throne, well done. Well done from the master's lips. So that we are approved. We are approved in every way. So we thank you, Father, for this word. Help us to take it seriously, Lord. And so may the Lord bless you and keep you this day. May the Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord, the good Lord, turn His face towards you and your family and always grant you shalom. In Jesus' name I pray and all God's people say, Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to me.